Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to discuss certain categories of movies. Categories such as movies around the world, franchisees, and genre. Certain directors, actors, actresses, and so much more. So sit back, mix a drink, and enjoy. Listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of this. Here we go again. We are back on our Star Wars kick. This episode is going to be Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. This came out in 2015. Has an IMDb of 7.8, a Metascore of 80. Rotten Tomatoes, 93% tomato meter, 85% audience. It had a budget of $245 million. Domestically, $936,662,225. Worldwide, $2,069,521,700. It was directed by J.J. Abrams. Written by Lawrence Kasdan, J.J. Abrams, and Michael Arndt. All right. So, believe it or not, we are still drinking Masters and Diet Pepsi. But we haven't had it in a while because I went to Costco and we did some other stuff. So, yeah. So, tonight we're back on the McMasters. (sighs) Uh, I'm actually finishing up um, the Palomas that I had from um, seven months again. Uh, can't let them go to waste. You know, nope. Can't, nope. Can't waste any Palomas. Thought about doing something different, but yeah. Um, we had just got done. You were mentioning Costco. We just got done getting a Sam's Club membership. Okay. And uh, there are some cheaper liquors there. Just really? pointing it out. Yeah. Pointing it out. Are they any yep. good? I have, we bought some, we have not tasted them yet. Okay, well, keep me posting. Um, because I can go buy booze at Sam's Club without a card because it's a law. It's a law, yeah, it is. So if they taste all right, I'll do that. That's not a bad idea. Do they have like their own brand like Kirkland? Or Yes, they do. do it's they? called Me- Members Mark. Mm. Member, members Mark, yep. Okay. Because San- the Sam's Club is technically Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, I think the price on, like, their, they had, like, um, the, you know how you went into Costco and you see, like, the big tequila bottle? Yes. Okay, they have that in silver rum. Oh. And then they also had, um, and it's, like, thirteen eighty four. Hmm. And then they had um, gin in that size. And then they also had a spice drum in that size, too. So, like, 16. Hmm. I know. So, so the gin would be the question mark because I just had yeah. cheap gin, and I had the worst hangover in my life in a long you time. Can't, you can't and have so cheap gin. I just want to. That'd be the one I have to make sure I don't work the next day to, before I try that one out. Yeah. You can't have cheap gin. No one can have cheap. Gin. Well, that was the wedding. You know, weddings they do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, cheap gin, yeah. not good. Hmm. Yeah, the sugar in it is to hydrate your brain. But no, we um, bought it for a wedding because we're catering a wedding and was trying to like, we're going to see how it works. Oh, you know? are you bartender then tomorrow? No, I'm, well, no, no, no. I'm catering Ashley. Oh. Ash Bucket's wedding. 
Yeah, in two weeks. Okay. Um, I'm doing the food. I'm doing the food and the alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. That's got a little bite to it today. Ah. Here we go. <laughs> All <laughs> like, right. Ah. Get so, prepared, guys. We are on to Star Wars Episode Seven. We're gonna be spoiling okay. the shit out of it. Okay, just wanna just take a moment. And we're having like a you know three second pause. The numbers that you just read let out. Oh, let that sink. <laughs> yeah, let, let let let's let that sink in. You know those numbers. Two compared billion to is that what you said? Two two billion. Two, yeah. two billion, billion dollars. That is just the movie. Think mm-hmm. about that's release. We'll talk about you know Blu-ray, DVDs. We're talking fran- not even franchising, merchandising. Okay. Two billion just in movie theater tickets alone. And how much did Disney buy Star Wars? Was it four billion? Four. Four oh, billion. Yeah, so they made their money. They, they more than made their money because yeah. you know the parks and this and that. But if you think about it, you know we were first. You know, I'm sure none of us have it like pulled up on our phones or anything right now. But you're looking at. I want to say the first Star Wars budget was seventeen mil. It was yeah, it was under twenty. I'm pretty sure. So what's the um, today's money value on seventeen million back in seventy? Well, it, it I want to it say sure it's shit isn't two hundred and forty-five. Forty-five yeah. million. On no, this one. It's, it's not. But you know those numbers just right there. You know you're then you're reading reading off IMBD, you're reading off Meta, you're reading off Rotten Tomatoes. And all the approval ratings are above and beyond. Okay. I mean, if you look at it, we were waiting for let's smack you in the face. This is the beginning of the end of the trilogy. Sorry, we gave you Phantom Menace. <laughs> we're going to give you a better story. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you you had, you know, I want to say gap of what is that? 15 years? Uh, 15 years. Yeah. 15 years between, the, yep, yeah, 15, six, well, 15 slash 17 years between. The, 99 was episode one. Yeah, That's Phantom right. Menace, Phantom Menace, and this one. And you had Star Wars fans just coming, please just give us a good start to a trilogy. And I want to say there's probably, my estimate, more people repeated seeing this more than once or twice in the, in, in the, yeah most definitely Mm -hmm. yeah but just those numbers if you just think about it are astronomical you know i mean did you see this time i i did not see this in theaters and you of course i did not i saw it i saw it which is was kind of a detriment because i had the han solo death spoiled for me before i saw it oh which It got, I mean, I had every intention of seeing it in theaters, but I, I'm, I'm a cinephile. I read movie news and shit, and I was reading something about a Marvel movie and then went into the comments and reading what people were saying, and then somebody, some asshole, just went, by the way, fucking Kylo Ren kills Han Solo. And nothing to do with Star Wars, but they just threw that in there to be an asshole. It's the i am your father yeah that would wreck it all if you like 
knew that going in. That's what that's what I like about the first runs of watch. Like watching a movie is your like surprise action. And I don't know if I've seen this one. I you had seen this. Oh, one. this was movie night. I did see this. We watched this, yeah. Like when we had movie night. Um, with our friends. <clears throat> oh, yeah, this but, I think seeing this in the theater was spectacular. I mean, I can't tell you. I mean, I get it. Kind of like a not trying to spoil it for anyone or whatever they haven't seen it. But so you have a planet that's now a Death Star. Well, thank you. I'm really happy that it's not Death Star. It's a planet that's a Death Star. But um, but it had a whole different promise, you know, that they could, didn't even have to move the Death Star anywhere. They had to suck the, you know, that allowed it to be a little bit different, which I totally was happy with. You know, mm-hmm. it gave it a different. I didn't get that same feeling. Been here, done that. Let's do it again. You know, it was a little bit different. But um, I don't know who wants to jump in right away with um, it starting off in Jakku. Um, do you want to? I mean, just the the visual of seeing I don't want to the graveyard, mm-hmm. you know, where they the whole entire economy around this planet, which was not Tatooine, but still is desolate, it is sandy. The comparison from Tatooine to Japu is different, but that people are actually making their living scavenging from the remnants of the old empire that had been basically not destroyed but yeah, defeated I, yeah you know what i'm saying i so, I, li- I did like that a lot where especially in the whole jakku thing there were so many homages to the like just the crash star destroyers that are all covered in sand and shit now like that was I like that a lot, and even the way they introduced the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, like, like oh, that's garbage. Yeah, yes, that's garbage. We'll go to this one. This one's mm. better, and then they blow it up, and they're like, oh, go 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 to the garbage, go to the garbage, and that's like there yeah. it is. That was a perfect way to reintroduce the Millennium Falcon for sure. Mm-hmm. Because you think about it, I mean, we basically, you know, the last three movies, you know, you had Darth Vader becoming, but then you got to go back to. The previous three before where we you know the rebels had their big win you know we had the garbage restored now there's a gap of what 20 i want to say what 20 some odd years 20 30 yeah years. i don't know if they ever i'm sure they did at some point but in the movie they never really indicated how long or how much time had passed yeah so so once again the first a new evil the first order has risen you know which there's that whole entire, you know, comparison, you know, you know, you know, Snoke's, you know, who, who he really is. I'm sure you read um, some people's hypothesis on that one. Oh yeah, um, there was rampant for sure back there was in the rampant day. On that, you know, they're saying that he was a clone that went bad. Of the emperor, it was, you know, you have all that, but once again, evil is rising. So basically, the rebels to me have been skating along, skating along, skating along, and then the first order rises. So now everyone's realizing it's time for the rebels again, the resistance again. And but you see like all this underbelly of yeah, we've been letting it slide for a little bit. Now but now we have to like start fighting again. But yeah, it, it, just, yeah. it felt like it was reversed in this yep. one where 
the first order is a mirror image of what the rebellion was in episode four. Right? Yes, exactly. Exactly what I'm saying. It's hmm. like it's flip flop in reverse with a mirror image. And on the same now they have to come back. They're the ones trying to fight to climb to the top where it was the rebels, but the rebels have been on top, but they let it skate where now they're losing the power again. It's it's understandable because in the next movie, you know, we're gonna be down to just, you know, the last Jedi. You know? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And no I do Bob. I just I'm as an overarching premise, I, I did like I like this movie a lot. But it felt oh, yeah. like a new hope two point Yep. But with, once again, flip flopped a little bit, but Yeah, for sure. But you've got I, I don't wanna call her the promised one, but I mean just like Luke Skywalker was marauded on a desert planet. Yep. There's the Star Killer base is I mean Death Star three essentially. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of similarities, which I, I, I can understand why they did that because of the, kind of the backlash they got from the prequels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just go back to your roots, essentially. Once again, go back to go back where people want. You want to make the money. You want people to feel comfortable in the movie theaters. You need to give them what they want. Sometimes they just need biscuits and gravy. Stop giving them all the foo-foo. Yeah, most definitely. <clears throat> and, and say what you will about fucking lucas films or whatever they can merchandise the shit out of anything i mean bb8 was the rage that year like that was the highest selling toy and was it really yeah yeah dude that thing was interesting it's just like baby yoda from mandalorian like it was the same thing interesting they know what they're doing in the merchandising department see and that's And I would just want to say this, like um, Han Solo. And then you find out, like, he has a son. But then let's go to Ray. Like, she was, was dropped off, and that's who she's been waiting for. Is for That's why she wanted to go back, is because she's waiting for that person to come get her. Right. Stop there. Because yep. you don't remember how that plays out. So don't <laughs> go. I know. I'm not going <laughs> there. I'm not going there. But because. I'm just saying, like, it's just like that fight scene with possibly, I don't know, her cousin. Possibly. It, you never know. <laughs> um, but that was re- that was kind of like that was cool. That was a good fight scene. I enjoyed well, that a lot. Once again, you're going to uh, Star Wars 2.0, you know, you know, New Hope 2.0. You know, mm-hmm. you're thinking, oh, my God, if Luke was a twin, why isn't Ray and Kylo Ren? I mean, I know you're kind of going with this, you know, yeah. are they really? It makes you think, you know, I was trying to think is I was trying to think is Luke Skywalker her dad by chance or is Han Solo her dad? And we just don't know. And, you know, you go through all this stuff. You know, you're trying to figure out where, who her parents are from the moment she's introduced. Because you know, she's the force is strong with her. So you're trying to think, okay, who could her parents be? Who could her mom be? Who could her mom be? Could, you're yeah. going up and down on it. Absolutely. And even in like the extended, like the 
books that happened after Return of the Jedi, Han and uh, Leia had twins. So there was a speculation yeah. that they were twins at that point. Hmm. So with yes. a brother, she could have had a fight with. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. So we're never going to know. You do find out, but okay. you don't remember. So. Don't, don't, just don't go there. <laughs> yeah. No, there's something you said, you know, drinking and watching movies is always great. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a whole thing. But I mean, I'm, I know I'm getting ahead of myself because, you know, we got Rogue One next and then we have Han Solo after that. Well, no, we have Rogue One. Rogue One, then, Last Jedi, then Solo. Yeah. yeah. So I know I'm going to Solo at one point in time before I knew who, you know, we knew who she was. I thought, I was thinking, I'm like, oh my God, is she the daughter of Han and what's her name? Leia. No, 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 the other one. They were on the planet. They were. Right? You know, Han, Han Solo's first love interest. Oh, for Han Solo's first love. Oh my God! She was, she was Emil Clark, Dra- Dragon, uh, Game of Thrones. What's her name? Oh my God, I'm losing it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was trying, and she was part of the red. She was part of the red. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was left and right trying to figure out well that their age isn't right. Their age is right. So you know, my mind was going around it. So I like the fact that they left her parentage, if you as as you want to call it. Yes. Up for speculation for so many movies and so many uh, kind of like little prequel things going on. It made you think. I mean, I was trying to sit there and think who she could be, who she could be. Oh, oh yeah. Who? I mean, that blew the internet yeah. up for until Rise of Skywalker came out. Right. Yeah, it did. And that's, and it was awesome. Yep. And I think that was definitely, that had the same effect with it building up the intensity for all the movies. That's why I think by hands, you know, the first the first trilogy is my favorite, and then the second trilogy is my favorite, and then the third, I mean, well, not the second, the final trilogy is my favorite. And it goes like first trilogy is one, number two, one. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah, you yeah, hear? yeah, yeah. Prequels the, are the third. The prequels are my are our third for me. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is they played up that whole entire parentage. Just like they did with Luke, I am your father. It wasn't nearly as, you know, thought about it. You know, like I said, before, that, yeah, that was Vader means father. Yeah. Yeah. That one came out of, yeah. I mean, that was a holy fuck. Whereas, okay, Ray's they had the discussion of who, what is Ray's lineage? Where which kept, which kept people guessing, which kept people wanting to watch the movies. Absolutely. Which, great marketing again. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to know. I can't remember. And speaking no. of the marketing, like, <laughs> I'll be honest, like, yeah, because I've, I didn't see the last two. Yeah, you did. Was yeah, that did. was that like when we had those parties? Um, uh, we did. That, that was game night parties. A couple of them, yeah. Okay, that's that's the why <laughs> they make me cook so, and then I drink. Yes, the whole point. It makes it fun. But, you know, so the marketing for this movie, what did you want to say? Oh, that in the trailers for this movie, they made it seem like uh, Finn was a protagonist. They yes. always showed him with the lightsaber, even in the poster. He he was the one with the lightsaber. 
Yes. And yeah, I will definitely agree with you because they had him holding the lightsaber several times in some of the marketing and um, the, the posters going on, especially in the first trailers. I don't know if you, do you have, is it on Access TV or I want to say it's Access TV. They have a show called Nothing But Trailers. And every so often they update it and all they do is like it's an hour worth of trailers. Huh. I like, don't. We don't have that, but there's plenty of YouTube channels that do the same oh, thing. Where, but it's kind of cool. And yeah, I fucking I love watching trailers. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's why I like G4 back in the day. Yeah, yeah. They that's G4 cool. would have like an episode. Just to break down the new trailers. That yeah, dropped, yeah, it was an hour long. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, love it. So, but the marketing on this made you. I guess whether it be this movie, the second movie, or the third movie, the marketing on all of this kept you guessing is, and it's what we needed. Yeah. Because the previous three, the prequels, we knew what was going to happen. This is what we needed. We needed to not know what happened. Yes, they threw us Rogue One and they threw us Han Solo. And once again, we knew what was going to happen with those movies. But this trilogy, it kept you. I don't know, wanting more or wanting to know what happened next. Because yeah. it kept you in your seats because we didn't know what happened next. This was a whole new ball of worms. Yeah, I mean the like you were saying, the prequels, we knew what the end the ending was going to be. And is that why we all is that why we me us in general, I don't know, I wanna say the consensus is with the Star Trek world here is not Star Trek, Star Wars. Sorry, I had a moment, guys. There's alcohol involved. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're talking about Abrams. He did Star Trek okay. as well. Yeah, okay. it's all good. But what I'm trying to say is, is that why the prequels are the least respected? I think so, really, for sure. I think there was no hidden punches. There was no aha moments. There was no, well, we knew that was, there's no why I knew that was going to happen. There are a lot more hidden things. Okay. So, you know. I just, I mean, and then once again, you're talking, you just, we mentioned J.J. Abrams. No, great director. Mm-hmm. Great director choice for this. I mean, I, I'm going to say it starts off boom, and you're in, you're in it. You're yeah. basically in it. What is, oh God, I throw in a brain fart again. J.J. Um, Abrams is the best known for which one again? He did the first two of the new Star Treks, the Chris mm-hmm. Pine Star Treks. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, I liked those a lot. Did Mission Impossible three? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, he did that. God damn it! What was that one movie? Eight or not? Eight what? It was with the train, the kids. It was like a oh, god damn it. Oh, the uh, something um, to Paris, something. No, it was. God, no, man. The three fifteen to Paris or something. No, that was Eastwood. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't even know how to work a. He, he, I think, is he's the one who fucking did Lost, right? Okay, yeah, he did. Okay, I got it pulled up. Okay. Oh, you did Lost. Yeah, you just said that. <clears throat> you said train, and the only thing that came to my mind was train to Busan. Just oh, oh, God. Oh, did you hear that? We're, we're going to do a fucking 
little bit of a pivot for a second. They're re- doing an American remake of that shit. What? Yes. Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. <laughs> They're trying to make money, I but think, th- I know. I know. We've talked about this. I know that for some reason, ring, grudge, da 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 da. Last phone call, whatever. You know, I get it. Why they want to do it because it was so spectacular done by the Koreans. But I'm just. I, I yeah, don't know. It's, it's, is, is near, Train to the Sun is near perfect. I don't know how they could redo it. Yeah, it, it's going to be a lesser movie. It might be enjoyable, but it's not going to supersede the well, first. It's going to be the people that don't watch foreign movies that are just going to like see it like, this is the best movie ever. And that, then they're like, oh, you should watch the first one because that's way better. That is a valid point. There are a lot of people who don't like watching... Oh no! Like our one buddy, we do a podcast with his wife. Hates it. Yeah. Oh my god! I just okay. I mean, I get it. So you got J.J. Abraham who did Lost, who did the Star Trek, who got the Mission Impossible. Yeah, and- there was one that I thought. The crazy thing is, is he he wrote regarding Henry. Oh, I love that movie. I know, but that when you think of J.J. Abrams, that's not. Yeah, but I love that go. movie. A lot, but yeah, I mean, I guess it. Oh, he did the office. Super um, eight episode. was the train movie I was thinking about. Super eight. Oh, yeah, there it is. There's your train and the kids because the monsters in the train. Remember, yes. super eight. Yeah. Super eight. There we go. Figure it out. I mean, he done fringe Cloverfield. I mean, he's alias. I mean, he's got a good thing. So, once again, you have Lucas stepping away from. <laughs> I want to say he had sold sold it to Disney by this time, right? Yeah, the, he, this was the first one that he had zero influence over. That's what I'm saying. So you have you know him stepping back, turning the reins over. You have Disney scouting, you know, a director, and I honestly think they chose very well with J.J. Abrams. I mean, oh, there's so for many, sure. There's there's so many out there. I mean, they could have went so many different routes. They could have. You know, and the beauty of choosing Abrams is he was a super fan. So like he was going to do this with the, I don't know what the word is, the sanctity it needed to be done with. Finesse. Yes, because he was a fan to begin with. If you brought somebody in like, I I don't know shit about Star Wars, but I'll do a movie. That would have been a disaster. A question for both of you, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm bad with names and directors and all that. I'll admit that right now. But if Uh-oh. you could picture another person directing this film, would you who would you think would be the best one for that? And honestly. Me? Yeah. Patty Jenkins. Well, she's getting her own Star Wars movie. Coming up, Rogue Squadron, so. Mm-hmm. But at that time, no major movie studio, sorry, sorry, Fox, sorry, Disney, I don't mean to say it, was banking on a woman directing such a major franchise until she'd done Zero Dark Thirty and until she had done, you know, some, I, I, of, the, some of the DC stuff, you know? Well, Zero Dark Thirty was... Uh... 
That wasn't Patty Jenkins. That oh, no, was it's not Patty. Uh, uh, Cameron's ex-wife. Well, yeah. I can't remember you know, her name. Having, but you know what I'm saying? No studio was banking on a woman doing anything this big until they started doing more. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Patty Jenkins. I don't know why I that, and believe it or not, for some reason I I think I think Cameron would have been good, James Cameron, in his own right. Yeah, yeah. I, I I if I had to pick somebody else, I would say like I can't pronounce his damn name, but Denny Villanueva, guy who okay. did Dune. That's coming out, and he did Blade Runner 2049. Which was totally underestimated. Under, under, Love that movie. Yeah, he yeah. seems like a a fan of the genre. Yeah. So I think he would do well with that. Interesting. Yeah, because, I mean. That being said, I, I, I don't think J.J. Abrams was the wrong choice. No, no, oh, and that's what I was kind of asking. I was like, you know, because I'm not, I can say this movie was great, you know good like what if you put um tarantino on this star wars (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't work (laughs) no no but uh that's a joke but Um, he did a perfect job for it mm -hmm. no and you know so like i've always said the 70s going like those that trilogy is my favorite i would watching this next trilogy kind of i'm like this one to me is a better start than the episode one and so it's kind of like to me i'm like wow so this trilogy started off way better so it's like the first is the best the third is the second and then the mid or the second trilogy is the last and that's how i would rate that right now because what if i watched episode one and then this back to back episode one's kind of dog shit compared to like holy crap i want to see how this is gonna go and another thing with um another thing was by this time i don't know if you noticed that um being in a Star Wars movie has become like a banner of honor or like a little, I was in a Star Wars movie for like a lot of major um, movie movie actors. They're oh, yeah. like, they're, they're clamoring to be in a Star Wars movie, whether or not they're having a bit part as, you know, a stormtrooper or a villager or something. They are like clamoring to do it, you know. Almost you, definitely. You, like, I mean, yeah. the, the, Best case to that point is uh, Daniel Craig yep. being the one stormtrooper. Yeah, which is true, you know. You know, they're like, oh, they're like, ask me to be an ask me. And they want their names That's attached right. to it. Star Wars has become this genre, this ball, this recognition that just rolls and rolls and keeps on going. And everyone with their names tied to it no matter what. It's become like a little chalk on the board, badge of honor. I was in a Star mm-hmm. Wars. Yeah, <laughs> most you definitely. Know? Yeah, you know, and now as in, granted, once again, if you look at the, if you look at the actors they choose for the main roles in this one, Finn, Poe, Ray, 
we're all looking at, you know, that Adam Drive, you know, um, Kylo Ren. I mean, yeah. At this point in time, all these people are basically unknown. Yeah. Basically, basically unknown. But all like the supporting cast, you know, you have like, you know, people, you know, um, the, the, the woman, I don't know, what is her name? She was in Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, uh yeah. Uh, she's the she's the silver spoon. Yeah, 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 she is within that. So now you got all these other ones that are more recognizable actors playing the supporting roles. But everyone, they did a great job in even casting this because I think as an ensemble cast, this is quite awesome. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I, I, do, I do like Adam Driver as a actor. Mm-hmm. He, he, I even liked him in this, but one of my major qualms with the movie is he acts like a petulant child at times. <laughs> when something doesn't go his way and he fires up his lightsaber and trashes the computers and all that. He's, it's like Anakin from episode three. Yes, he's just throwing is. a hissy fit. But at the same time, and also I think we've begun to recognize it now that that has become a trait of one that is on the dark side. That's, where they don't have, that is they actually don't have, a pretty good point. Yeah, I They don't have control of their emotions. They have become, they, have, they feed off, their children feed off themselves. The, the more they cry, the more they cry. The more they cry, the more they get angry. The more they crave, they just keep on going. Sometimes they can't stop themselves. So, once again, the force, dark side, they're feeding into each other and they can't get beyond it. So, they just keep on pulling themselves back in, which is just becomes a, a little black hole of emotion that sucks it in and rules it in and that's what controls them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point. Yeah. Um, once again, yeah. Go ahead. So, one point I want to bring, um, say is, um, they had to pause this movie for two or three months because um, Harrison Ford uh, broke his ankle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to know which part that was. Like, do they have that online? Uh, oh, he broke it on the set. I thought he broke it off the set, and they had to pause it. Oh, was it offset? I wasn't I don't sure. Know. I, no. I just remember he broke it. I thought it was on set, but. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but But all honesty he wasn't in that many I mean he was in he was in quite a few scenes, but not that many scenes. No. But it had to be like early on in the game, like for filming, because like you said, like and they don't film all in row too, so it could be like Yeah, they don't film chronologically for sure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't. That's the whole point. No. That's another side note because I just have to point that out because you just said Harrison Ford and who is filming the fifth Indiana Jones. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. He is so old. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm, I can't unless. Yeah, I don't know. There's only so much digital enhancing you can do. Yep. I mean, I'm not upset. I mean, I, I mean, I'll of course want to see it because you know. Oh yeah, I was I was geeked up for Crystal Skull, and then I saw Crystal Skull, and. Come on, buddy. Yeah. 
I know what you're saying. I, I, I'm there with you. But also, if you think, well, Clint Eastwood is still going. That's just... <laughs> that is true. He's got a movie dropping on HBO Max this month, I think. Yeah. What is... Uh, he just did... Well, he just did The Mule, and then now he has something else coming out. Yeah. So... Okay, so we're off of the Dave Benham. Um, yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry, we're off of uh, Harrison Ford territory. Well, so, it's all it all works with the movie. It's all actors that are in the movie, and there's been a lot of stuff in the news lately because they've been releasing a lot of different new stuff. So it's no so big deal going off the rail. Let's talk about the visual effects for this one. Now, I want to say that, you know, I finally feel when this when this movie came out, okay, we're at the point where everything that George Lucas had envisioned, you know, in 1977, we're finally at the point where technology has caught up with visualization. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. The, he, the, he was trying to do too much in the prequels. The technology yeah. wasn't there yet. Yeah, and now finally it's there. Now, now it has caught up. Yeah, I agree with it, that for sure. And whether that's, or not, because, yeah. And that's like, <clears throat> you know, we were just talking. Like I'm like, I wanted to watch that movie on that new TV, and I wanted to rig something up, and we yeah, didn't do it. But I'm like, it'd be so intense. Like on that new TV we got, that's UHD. Like mm-hmm. that is what. I know. Maybe next time we should just watch it here, the next Star Wars. But um, we could have like a movie popcorn night or something. Alcohol. Don't be giving me that. <laughs> oh, there'll I'll be alcohol involved. <laughs> trust me. I'll bring the jello shots. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we could uh, enjoy the new 75 inch Star Wars on the next movie. That'd be fun. That's me stumping down the last of my drinks. Sorry, guys. No, you're good. <laughs> so, okay. So but now you... that we, I want to say the technology is there. So, yeah. and then to myself, then I think to myself, if this technology had been there when they did the did the prequels, would I have been as harsh? Mm-hmm. And then it goes right back. To, it goes right back to the storyline. Then once again. I wasn't left wondering what was going to happen next. I already knew what was going to happen next. This definitely did enhance it. And to watch the visuals of this one, and I feel like choosing J.J. Abrams for these scenes, for him to direct this, he knew exactly when to cut the scenes. Mm-hmm. He, knew exact, he knew exactly when we had enough of her weaving in and out of the, the remnants of the space, you know, the graveyard, with it wasn't the land speed racers and things. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, knew exactly yeah. how much the audience would he could keep their attention span. And at that point in time, I think not want to. I don't want to say that that this was catered to millennials because attention spans. But at the same time, he catered it to people saying, "Okay, let's keep the storyline moving because I want to see what happens next." Yeah, and, and the fact that he was a fan. There were there are so many callbacks or homages to the original movies 
Like, yeah. not only just the appearance of the Millennium Falcon, but I, Han Solo saying, I've got a bad feeling about this. Yep. yep. To, I mean, there were so many <laughs> callbacks. Yes. Yeah. Which I, I appreciated a great deal. At the same time, we got it. You know, my age group got it. Your age group got it. There was a whole new, other new age group that was, that didn't know what we were laughing at or what we got. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, well, what do you mean? Because technically to me, I think you could see this movie and then like, oh, oh, well, let me see the other ones first. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. So they were able to get let in on, um, the inside jokes, if you want to call it, they if they they were made to want to watch the other ones, so they knew what was going to happen. So yeah. they saw this movie. They're like, "Oh my god, this is not a bad movie. Let me watch the other ones." And then they did. Yeah. Case in point, Jordan and Jordan introduced Ava to these, and they did a whole entire Star Wars marathon over a weekend because she saw this one and wanted to watch them all. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, that's that's dedication right there. Which I mean, she's gonna watch them all weekend. She watched them all weekend. Well, she's pregnant oh, yeah. too. So oh yeah, you know why not? Mean. If you're <laughs> if you're pregnant, yeah, get food delivered. Not- just run them. <laughs> and that's you know, and that's the other thing. You know, here we are. We're, we're watching this movie. You know, I'm I super duper excited. I'm seeing this in the theaters. It's opening night. It's like literally opening night. And I'm telling Chaz, I have to leave. I have tickets <laughs> at eight o'clock. I'm mm-hmm. leaving. I'm going to watch this movie. He's like, gonna be like, what? I'm like, no, 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 no. This is like, I need to go. No, like, and, I'm walking out those doors no matter what at this time. It doesn't matter because I got tickets. And yeah, I've I'm, done this since I was 10 years old. I'm 77. So I was Nine actually eight. Eight, yeah. Yep. And that's the whole point, you know. I had that, I guess, between the prequels and this, the extra 15 years amped it up a little bit more for me. Yeah. And, and I remember, you know, and we've talked about this. We've, we've touched on this before. And they're like, well, what was it like looking night? You know, I'm going to the movie theaters. You know, once again, you know, here we are. We're going to Rivertown Crossings. There were many people dressed up. There was so many people. I yeah, guess, dedicated fans dedicated fans that having you know pre-sale for tickets and all this stuff made it so much easier for people to see when they could see it no one was waiting in lines they pre-bought their tickets they went in they were ready they were good to go you know so you were able to do it like you know 14 years before 15 years before yeah we had to wait in line for hours just to be able to yeah, didn't you get into it. like a raffle or something for the yep, episode I got into one? A raffle. Like that's insane. Yep. Mm-hmm. To buy tickets for opening it. So that's what I'm trying to say. Technology not only advanced for this movie, it advanced in how we were able to buy and see the tickets that allowed us to enjoy it more. Yes, maybe some of the hype camping out might not have been there because you used to see people like, you know, the interviewing people in 1980 as they camped out on the sidewalk yep, to get into sure. whatever. I guess now we're able to cater to uh, a nation <coughs> that is able to um, see things when they want to see things, and maybe those were able to appreciate it more. 
I, I think that's what I'm trying to say. We're able to pick when we want to see it. So therefore, we have to appreciate it more if we're picking it. We yeah. want to be, yeah. You know, now you see where I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I have a question for you because you've seen, mm-hmm. like, we've spoken at nauseam. We've seen every single one of them in theaters. Yep. What Walking out of A New Hope, walking out of Phantom Menace, and walking out of The Force Awakens. Okay. What was the better experience? I have to assume it was A New Hope, but. Well, well I know we talked about this before, but back in 1977, Studio 28, blockbusters um, were dealt with differently. Like, you could stay sitting in the seat for the next showing. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so a little bit different. So when I did walk out of A New Hope, um, we got, I think I've seen it like twice in a row back to back. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I was sitting, you know, and that's why it became so hard. You know, that's why they free sell tickets. That's why they became such a block. So that's why they started clearing theaters because they have to like sell the next round of tickets. They, they never expected people to like want to watch a movie twice in a row. Right. They really did. I mean, it really was, they never, they never discouraged it. People really never would hope to point to it. When we started doing it excessively, that's when they had to be discouraged. Walking out of a new hope, I literally wanted to turn back around and buy my ticket to watch it again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Walking out of Force Awakens, and I'm like, I want, I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to turn around and buy it. I'm like, well, maybe we should go see this again next weekend. Okay. So it's different reactions that way. I was planning, you know, that being the seven-year-old me, that being the 45-year-old me. Well, we have next Friday off. Maybe we get a few few of us together and go over there. I, I mean, for me to say I want to invest another seventy dollars to see another movie in the movie theater is a lot. Mm-hmm. We're back when I first saw it as a child. It was four twenty-five plus six dollars for t- you know popcorn. I was good to go. Yeah. Now, now two people doing popcorn and dinner is like quite a bit. You know, you for me to even say that walking out, walking out, people are like, we're like, oh my god, that was so good. That was so good. I could see that again. I could see that again. And that's what everyone was saying, you know, but to actually see it again in the movie theaters means a lot more now than I think it did in 77 because the money and the investment that you have to put into it is a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But the reception, I mean, I want to say the receptions were probably equal of how good it was, Jim. Bunny. Yeah, sorry, I'm saying bunny. Sorry, guys, we're outside. <laughs> it's there's all a, good. There's a bunny. There's we a have a eight point buck. I think is what I counted. Just a huge ass horns on this thing, walking oh in our God. backyard. No, so yeah, I want to say, I felt like this response was more positive this movie i i liked a lot i was very impressed with the visuals like we said i was very impressed with the story the storyline um you know the question marks that you know the first one let on it's like it kind of ended with her looking at Luke and he kind of knew who she was kind of say they, they kind of connected eyes 
So it kind of leaves with that big question mark of what the fuck is going to happen. And yeah. that's kind of what happened with the, the first one. It, it kind of, That's what made the second one even better is because it answered all those questions, which is what I said um, in the, when I watched the, the, the second one. So in my thought, this movie, I am excited to watch the next ones. And but, this one, I would say, ends with the biggest cliffhanger of any of them. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Oh, for sure. There's no... I mean, each one has a conclusive end, more yeah. or less. Except this one. This one ends with... I, I wanted 20 more minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. I, you leave I, it at I, that, it's like, fuck. I, I need to know. And then, if... Like you saw this in theaters, was you were you just like, what the fuck? Is that what you, is going through your once mind? Again, once again, can I have twenty more minutes? Yeah, you know, I want to know because at this point in time, I'm already going. Is that Luke Skywalker's daughter? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. I'm just thinking. You know, I'm thinking. You know, because I'm trying to figure out because how is she strong in the force and knows how to do it. You, you, my mind is just reeling, and I'm seeing her like hand lightsaber. Why did the lightsaber call her? Why is she having like? I don't, I don't want to call it like, you know, you know, you know how Luke had the visions with Yoda when he went down into the black hole, the dark part of the forest. All of a sudden, she's going down the dark corridor having the visions when he talked to something. So I'm thinking, oh my God, are they related? Were they really, is she related to Darth Vader somehow? That's See, you know, that, and when you guys brought it up, I didn't even put those two together. They could be twins. You know, I'm going back and forth. I'm trying to figure out who, who she is. Why is she just abandoned on a planet, which is a, yeah. a desert planet? Once again, New Hope 2.0. We're got a desert planet. Tatooine, you know, make, you, not that you want to say you want to say they're making too many comparisons, cliches, whatever. You know, I'm just like, oh, my God, who is she? Who is she? You know, and it's great how they also showed her. I, I feel like Ray had more, I don't know, emotion, empathy than Luke Skywalker did in New Hope. You know, she when she was like the get to the one, you know, where Mos Eisley's spaceport, whatever, the one, you know, they're meeting her and she was like, never knew there was so much green. You know, yeah, she, yeah. That. I feel like she's in tune with things a little bit more. So I feel like she was she had a little more depth of her character. But mm -hmm. at first, she was already showing the depth of her character to me with a different, like, you know, the first Star Wars, you had the rogue, the rebel, you had the good doer, you had, you, they were so cut and dry. Now we're already having the edges blurred a little bit in this one. Everyone isn't black or gray. I mean, black or white, they are literally gray. They, you don't know how to, like, see them but you, you know that there's something going on. Yeah, and on the initial viewing before seeing the later ones, I mm -hmm. had a bit of a problem with Ray. She was almost like kind of a Mary Sue, mm -hmm. where she just was too powerful too soon. Yes. Yeah, I see that. Like, she like just she, like, oh, I got powers now. Like ooh. Yeah, like. Han Solo tells them that the Jedi were not just a myth, and then mm -hmm. 
all of a sudden she has the powers of the force. She can talk to the guy and you will re release my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was, yeah. that felt a little rushed for sure. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But Which makes me wonder, going through like finding her heritage. And then it makes us think who, who she came bit. from. Yeah. But at the same time, did it almost makes me think, did they cut a scene out that we didn't see? And then I always wonder, how in the hell did he get Darth Vader's mask? That's another good point. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I thought that too, like grandfather. Didn't we burn God that up on Endor? That's yeah, you're right. He, yeah, I thought it was the, for some reason. I thought it was left on the desk. It Star, did look kind of burnt up and fucked up, didn't it? Was it was fucked up, but so maybe it didn't burn completely. A certain a certain type of metal, so it was like what was left in the in the what has, whatever you call that a cremator thing. But uh, the pyre, the funeral pyre. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I mean. I mean, I know that he took the mask off so he could talk to him. And then he put the mask back on and drag him back into the thing. So I'm like, I swear to God, when you look at the funeral pyre and the Ewoks and they're doing the whole, yeah, they're burning. He, he was definitely I'm, wearing it for sure. Thank you. I'm like, how? I mean, did we not burn that up at Endor? That's all I'm just saying. But it makes me think too. You know, it makes you think. Once again, here's a movie that makes, us, it makes me think. And to that note, like getting Luke's uh, lightsaber from the Bespin battle. How the hell yeah. did Maz Kanata get that? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I mean, that was like a story I feel like we needed. You know, that was. I mean, there's some like backstories and stuff that I feel like we needed, but we didn't get. But it's it's cool. You know, it doesn't. you don't always get those backstories. Yeah. But again, that's just pulling homage to... The original trilogy, which I'm fine with. Yeah. 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 So, you know, walking into Peterson seeing this one, you know, I've, I've given some pretty high scores on some other ones, but, and honestly, this one's a nine for me easily because I was like, not even let down. I got what I wanted. It brought me back in and saying, made me think again where, you know, the prequel was like, it made you think, oh my God, I already know what's happening. This is what I need to do. It's what, I need to just get. I need to just get through this so I can get to the next trilogy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let me get through this so I can get to the next trilogy. Yeah. Come on, I mean, I'll agree with you. I'll give it a nine. I mean, I've always given it a nine. It's. It got me like liking this next. Like I said, the first one or what is that? So the episode one. Um, that one. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, each generation, the, the first generation's better. Third generation's, and then it goes to first, or the second. So that's kind of like, I give this one a nine just because it's really a good beginning. I want more. I really want more. Now, off base here, off base talk, talk a little bit about it. You realize this, this this was released December fifteenth, two thousand fifteen, or December eighteenth. It was in December for sure. Uh, you realize that Carrie Fisher died like thirty days, less than thirty days later. Like oh, days that's later. right. She 
Did she yep. die in filming of Last Jedi? Or no. Yeah, she they she her stuff had been wrapped up already because they were like in the process of doing that. And then her mom, of course, Debbie Rush died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right but, but what I'm trying to say is at this point in time, I mean I'm looking at her in this movie. And already at that I get she's Leo Ganza, you got it. She needs to be in this movie, yes, Han Solo needs to be in this movie. Luke Skywalker needs to be in this movie, and I see her in this movie, and a lot of the not of the next movie, the the Last Jedi. You know, there's a lot she's in it. There's some of it they already digitized. You can tell. I almost feel like some of this was forced. Right? I'm not saying she looked terrible, but it's like she wasn't as comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I mean, when was the last time she acted? Before this, she could have been out of the game for a while, probably. Well, she's a big drug, and but not recently, but way back she was. You know, was there her daughter Billy Lord? Billy Lord was in this movie. Yeah, 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 that's that's what you were telling me. She's like, you know who that was? I was like, oh, is that Lord? And you're like, oh, Billy Lord. I was like, yeah, I got, I know her. It's so such a weird name because that's where I was, just remembered Lord, but I don't remember Billy Lord. Yeah, Billy Lord. But she's a good actress too, absolutely. absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And her stories about her mom at a young age are crazy. Yeah. I don't know. So you give it a nine. I give it a nine. How about you? Uh I. I like the fact that watching this movie for the first time, you didn't know what was coming next because watching the original trilogy I watched them fucking back to back I'm sure because I was a kid and they were available the prequels you knew what the end goal was you knew what was going to happen going into it this one you have no idea where it's going yes and so watching it the first time I liked it quite a bit I had some pushback on it, but I I still, I, again, I can't remember what I rated the other ones, so it's not the best. I'd give it like a eight, eight, seven, because there are a couple movies I think are better than this one in the pantheon of Star Wars, but. I want to say just the fresh, not that everything in this movie was fresh, but the whole point is. I knew, I knew the, the previous three, you know, I just need to get to this episode. This is the one I'm like, okay, something different. Thank you, thank you, thank yep, you. Yeah, for sure. Um, absolutely. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Now I can't remember. <laughs> Once again, alcohol involved. Uh-huh. I swear to God, I should write index cards before I sit down. Might be my age group also. But <laughs> oh, one thing I wanted to bring up was the writer this is the first one lucas wasn't a part of but lawrence kasdan he wrote empire and directed jedi or he was involved in the original or no his father was right his father was yeah i'm pretty sure you're correct in that father was yeah so i mean they had some attachment to the originals through that anyway um, God, what? this is terrible. I swear to God. Now, okay, here it is. I completely forgot. Sorry. 
Okay, so now how in the prequels you had the Jar Jar Binks character. Yep. Okay. Do you notice how in this this one we really don't have a Jar Jar Binks character? No. No, you don't. Nothing that pissed me off. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just saying, you know, before, you know, he was like, they were trying, yes, they, they, you had the BB 8, which was awesome for marketing. You know, you had, I want to say they had the Yoda in the first three, but they, I swear to God, I feel like they were doing Charge of Banks as something else. But, um, no, there was like no Patsy in this one. You know what I'm saying? No Patsy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you might be able to argue the Maz Kanata character, but I didn't no. feel that way about it. No. No, no, no. No, not at all. But, oh, yeah. my God. The part about this movie that infuriated me, and I can't believe I didn't bring this up before, but when they come back from blowing up Starkiller Base... Mm-hmm. Leia hugs Ray instead of Chewbacca. Like, how do you not go give a fucking console Chewbacca, the guy he's been with for 40 years? Instead, you go and hug the girl he had known for two hours. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, good choice. Good point there. That is a good once again, but then once, but then once again, it makes you think: Is that her daughter, the twin? Thank you. That's a valid point, also. Yeah. Yeah. But still, that that I remember watching that because Chewbacca walks right past her, and it's like no. Interesting. So I guess that would lead into that theory. Another theory. Yep. Another theory. I do like that. I know that once again we're doing what they do, like the map Skywalker. It's just a piece of the map to get Skywalker. That's what's the whole thing going on. And once again, here we are. There's a map when they're trying to go on the clones. You know, I mean, there's like little things that are that repeat itself that I think work very well. Yeah. I just. I was just, I mean, I, probably, oh, that's what I was also thinking. Okay, so watching this again, you know, once again, this is starting to become one of those movies that they're chopping up on TV. Yeah. Yeah. So once, watching, because there's, I can't even tell you how many times it's been on, it's on PBS, PNT, BBC, whatever, and it's being added to whatever again. Watching it again in its format made me realize how well it matched, it flowed. Where you see it constantly really being chopped up with commercials, you don't realize where it's, just the flow doesn't work as well. You know, I feel like the pace was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it certainly was. was... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, I could smell a bonfire on the outside right now. I just want to have a bonfire. Just saying. Grass the alcohol. Um, we got a lot of stuff to burn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, it's just crazy. I love this time. You know, once again, I do love this time of the year. Oh, I do too. Do. It is well. Now, we haven't really, I mean, what did you, you, you 8.7, 8.8, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9, 8.9,
we got nines over here. Next week, we're doing directors. Directors, yeah. I have my list. I'll send it to you. I feel like that'll be really good. Um, I only asked the following week that we skip until like Sunday or something because I'm catering that one week, Sunday night. Yeah. That should okay. be fine. Okay. I can do Sunday I mean, night. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Sunday, Mondays. I, off, um, yeah. So. And to be clear yeah. that we're doing a director and we're choosing our favorite movie of said director. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Director and favorite movie of director. That's when. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah. Send me the, um, the links. The list. The list. <laughs> well, I'm the one that ran out of alcohol because I didn't bother to get my ass up and go get some. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> you know, we got a little something else here too, so it's been a... oh, okay. <laughs> my mind's like, oh, the links. No, the list. <laughs> yeah, I just. I'm actually forward to the next few movies again. I mean, on the spot. Yeah. It was. And the I next one will be Rogue One. Because we're going in release order. Release order, yep. Rogue One. Oh, boy. I know. Do you remember <laughs> this one? Um, I, yeah, no. I no? Remember, uh, no? I remember a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I just. I just I don't know what to say about the first one. I just, Force Awakens. I just like think it's one, it's one of the better ones of the series that I just absolutely love because it made me have hope that it would come new again. Yeah, I had not seen it in no. a while. And. Same here. I actually had not. We, Jim and I actually watched it and watched it from start to finish. There was no stopping it, there was no breaks. We watched it. It was actually watching a movie night because it was like one of the new movies. Yeah. yeah. Um. Other than that, uh, just a little shout out to a new movie. I don't know how new how new it is on Netflix. Blood Red Moon, Blood Red Sun. Was that the airplane? Yep. Go with it. Just it's good. Okay. Go it. Is that German? It's foreign, right? It's got German and it's got German and English and everything okay. all mixed together. Kind I of did. I did read about that. It's supposed to be pretty good. So it's good to hear. Hmm. Yep. He's another Gemini. Jim was sorry that he missed part of it. So, you know. Well, so it was pretty good. Yep. Definitely gotta check that out. Yeah, watch the trailer for Wheel of Time or whatever the hell that yep. series was. I'm gonna look at that one now. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, still loving this shit. Still loving it. Awesome. Well, yeah. Um, we'll plan on Sunday. Sunday. Sunday next week. Sunday next week, yeah. No, no, no. The following week. The I following week. The following week, I can do the nineteenth on a Sunday. Next week, you have my schedule. I'll throw it at you. Yeah. <laughs> um, just um, send me the list of the directors, and then yeah, what we'll date? Get back to and you. then then what date works best for you? Okay, I can do that. And then, um, <clears throat> typically, I'm available so um, yeah. around seven or eight o'clock ish. So. Um, send me the list of the directors and what dates, like 
and we'll figure it out. Okay, cool. Loving it. Still loving it. Awesome. Still loving it. Have a good one. Yep. You Have too. Good night. Bye. Bye. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze and bullshit.